Welcome to Bob Cargill's Marketing Show, a ridiculously awesome podcast bursting with insightful commentaries and intriguing conversations on the topics and issues that are on the minds of marketers, advertisers, social media, and PR professionals today. Hey everybody, this is Bob Cargill of Bob Cargill's Marketing Show, and I'm coming to you today from out of office here in Hudson, Massachusetts, a ridiculously awesome co-working space. I've talked to you from here before, but I've not talked to you from here before with Jeff Capitas. Jeff is my guest today. Jeff is also in marketing. What a coincidence, Jeff. Mm-hmm. And, and that's why we invited him to appear on Bob Cargill's Marketing Show. Jeff and I have known each other a little bit for a few years, and I say a little bit because I met Jeff at the Sudbury Social Tweetup, a, a group that, that meets in Sudbury once a month that I co-hosted, co-founded with Phil Hollows and, and, and now host, and, and we've been doing that for eight years, and Jeff came to a bunch of them a few years ago. That's how we first met, and we've stayed in touch ever since. Enough about enough with me talking let's hear from Jeff Jeff tell everybody about yourself a little bit about your background and and how you came to uh, be where you are in marketing today sure thing first off thanks for having me very excited to be here uh, I I would say you know when I when I answer that question tell me about yourself it always sort of starts especially when I talk about career it starts when I was a little kid and I always would watch my dad Uh, get up in the morning and put a suit and tie on and go to work and I always thought to myself because I'd never liked wearing ties I always thought to myself I'm never gonna wear a tie when I go to work and have uh, you gotten away with that I have gotten away with that yes other than than like large business meetings which occasionally I'll put a tie on we were Uh, talking before we turned on the microphone that I'm older than you. I, in, yeah, eleven years older. But we don't say our ages. But that eleven years, I think, makes the difference in who who wore a tie early in their career or not. Because I, for the first 10, 15 years of my career, tie every You're day. Tied up. Yeah, yeah, always. So I'm very used to it. I I had to force myself to start dressing casual <laughs> once the no tie days hit, which is around, I guess, when you entered the workforce. Yeah, I think when, and when I was a kid, I had to put the tie on for some reason, and it always, like, made my neck itch or whatever, and I always, like, said to myself when my dad would leave for work, I, I hope I never have to wear a tie. And so I've never had to wear a tie, although wearing a tie in general has sort of fallen off the map a little bit. It has. Uh, but but I guess my point is, when I, when I answer the question, tell me about yourself, it always sort of, it's always been in the back of my mind to to do work that you're interested in, uh, to to do work that you find uh, topics that interest you. So I have spent my career uh, in the search engine business. I've spent my career uh, running uh, e-commerce and social media and marketing for a hockey equipment retailer. Uh, I, and now I'm, I, I spent time in the music business working for record labels. I ran my own record label for a little while in Boston in the 90s. And now for the past couple of years, I've been with uh, Avid Technology, where I'm, I'm currently the senior director of web and e-commerce there. So all of these things have a common theme running through them. And it's stuff I like to do outside of work. I'm a huge music fan. Uh, I'm a huge hockey fan. I am also, you know, uh, uh, an amateur uh, video editor. So all of these things 
are things that I have ended up uh, doing professionally. I applaud you, Jeff, for, for being able to marry your interests with your career and and kudos to your dad, it sounds like, <laughs> in a um, backhanded kind of way for inspiring you to to do yeah. what you love. Um, my dad, the same. I mean, I saw him, you know, for 36 years. He, he worked at, at Dean Junior College in Franklin as a professor, and he yeah. would put on the suit every day, and, and the, the routine of, of going to work every day, um, like that generation did. And as I say, you know, I'm a little older than you, so I wore the suit for, for many years, um, and had to almost, like I say, force myself to, yeah. to dress down once uh, yeah. Everybody went corporate casual, and, and nowadays even yeah. casual. Period. Yeah. So he, my dad, was a part of that transition because he was wearing suit and tie up until like late '80s, early '90s. Yep. And there you go. That's when the transition happened. There you so go. I think he was just as happy as I was to not have to wear yes. a suit and tie every yes. day. I don't think it was what he wanted, uh, but. But we are working as hard, or maybe even harder than the generation before us, in terms of yeah. hours we put in. Never mind yeah. how we dress. Yeah, for sure. Am I? Am I? I totally yeah. agree. Yeah, I totally agree. Tell me if you don't mind what exactly a, a senior director of web and e-commerce does at, at Avid sure. Technology. Yeah. So at Avid, it's really I'm overseeing uh, sort of three different subgroups within that division. And the first one is the web production group, and that's basically the group that is uh, making any updates to the website at all. So building pages, uh, changing pages, updating pages, anything to do with creating web pages on the site. So you know, when we talk about marketing, we talk about making sure that we have uh, you know best practices around landing pages. We yep. talk about A/B testing. We talk about all of the things that are associated with best practices mm -hmm. around around web pages depending on your goal right mm -hmm. if you're filling out a form if you're trying to convert to uh, to a transaction uh, all of that stuff falls under the web production team they're the ones that are actually they're the mechanics that are basically making the car run so uh, I oversee the web production team I oversee the e-commerce team which means you know driving conversion rates uh, hitting our number every quarter. We're a public company, so yep. that's very, very important. It's a huge deal, yes. Uh, so, you know, I'm in charge of uh, all the business forecasting, all the uh, budget planning, uh, making sure that we're hitting our targets and coming in on budget while doing that. So that's the second arm. And the third arm of that is uh, paid, paid media. So that means uh, the, we, have a, we have a person who does paid search. We also have an agency that we work with. And then there's uh, also an internal SEO person. So all of that stuff, uh, all of that stuff falls under my group. That's a lot. That's very impressive. Kudos to you, man. <laughs> Thanks. No, that, that is, is a lot. terrific. You talk about like we're working a lot of hours. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know. <laughs> yeah. 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 It, it, it has to be a lot of hours, yeah. you know, uh, versus the hours I put in early in my career. I mean, I always yeah. was one to work later yeah. than, than others. But what I did, I was just a copywriter, and, and yeah. as my career evolved, especially in the last 10, 15 years, we nowadays in marketing, have, it's, you can't just specialize in one thing. I mean, I've had yeah. to learn so many different things. I'm far from just a writer nowadays, and that's what marketing today is all about. We have to be yeah. both left brain and right you have brain. To be versatile. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's, uh, here's the thing. When we talk about my current job, it doesn't, it, I should say, it rarely feels like work. That because it's something I'm incredibly interested in, right? I'm a, total, I'm a total nerd when it comes to numbers and testing and making sure that, you know, 
we are putting out the best possible performance of our pages or the best possible performance of our uh, of our, our revenue each quarter. But the other part of me, the, the left brain side, uh, is is a person who tries to inject creative into everything that I do. Yep. Uh, and that you know, and sometimes that means putting nice colors into an Excel spreadsheet. Yeah. Right? It, it goes all the way down to that level. Uh, you know, if I do spreadsheets, I want to make sure that they look good. Perfect right? combination. A, best of a, both that's worlds. That's where, like, the creative part comes in. And then, you know, uh, on the side, not so much recently because I've been working so much lately, but throughout my whole life, I've, you know, I've built websites for friends. I just, I always just try to keep the keep the creative side of me uh, active because I don't want to let that muscle atrophy you know i agree and i think uh, it's the right brain that's the the creative side and the left brain is analytical is it i i'm quite <laughs> sure but i'm so right brain maybe i'm incorrect <laughs> but but regardless yeah. i you are saying you are both right and left mm-hmm. brain and i think i've always said i'm strong strong on the right side i believe that's the creative side yeah. and and on the left side maybe organizational but not analytical yeah. and the analytical people I've always admired and that you do need in today's marketing world I am a direct marketer so I will say numbers everything's measured that's yeah. critical I know yeah. that and I've dealt with that and I've done reporting I do a lot of social media we count every possible yeah. metric and and you mentioned paid can I ask you? You mentioned paid search and in in SEO. You mentioned, but you didn't mention paid social media. Is that also under oh, your yeah. aegis? So pay, any paid media. So gotcha. I should I should have added uh, its search, its retargeting, its social media, all of the pay, uh, display. Yep. It's all all of all paid media. And just to properly totally set the stage for for this conversation, put everything in context. Avid Technology because not everybody listening might know, does what? Oh, yeah, so Avid I should have asked that right off the bat. Avid <laughs> Technology is a pretty large company, actually. They are, uh, really what they're doing is they're creating tools that let creative people be creative. So there's really three areas. One is video editing, the other is sound recording, and the third is uh, music notation. We do this, uh, we have three very distinct audiences. It's all the way down to the to the guy in his basement who just wants to record his own music. Like he may use yeah. he may use Pro Tools. That's our. It's really one of our my foundation. My son products. and my stepson both could be customers of, of Avid. Tools, Pro Tools users. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't think they are, but I'm saying hypothetically. Yeah. They, so Pro Tools is the market leader in sound recording. I had no it idea. It is used. Uh, it is used in. Almost every professional music studio there is. Oh, so maybe my son. So yeah. my. At the very least, he's heard of it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to mention it to him next yeah. time I talk to him this weekend. Yeah. So so, so I get it, and and you yeah. guys have been around because I I've definitely seen the name Avid yeah. Technology. Is it technology or technologies? Avid Technology. Yeah. Technology. It's been around yeah. for 30, 30 years. Thirty. Yeah. Thirty plus years now. Uh, large public company. If you've if you've seen if you've seen any Hollywood movies in the last thirty years, they've they're pretty much all cut on on Avid's video. You guys technology. are huge, man. We're, we're very large. Yeah, wow. we're, I should say we're large at the enterprise level and the professional level. And the reason why I was brought in a couple of years ago was to help them grow the direct to consumer 
uh, business. Love that. Okay. Right. So, so that's uh, what I was focused on at the very beginning of Avid, and then uh, as time has gone on, I've, uh, they've given me additional responsibilities, and now because digital for all for enterprise and uh, and direct. Because you're so good at what you do, Joe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you, when you're interested in what you do, I guess. There you go. Combine <laughs> your it love it for music. It, it sounds like an awesome company. Everything I've heard about it, I've only heard positive things. So combine yeah. great company, your passion for that, and your knowledge of, of marketing. Because you have been doing what you do for 20 approximate yeah. years. Is that I feel a, like it's 20-something 20, 20 years. Yeah, now. see, and I'm 30-something yeah. years, 35-plus <laughs> years. Yeah. Um, beyond the point of not being embarrassed to mention it, meaning a few years ago I used to not, you know, people would caution, you know, oh, don't admit how many years you've been in the business. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm way beyond that, so now I'm proud of it. <laughs> I don't, yeah, you know, there, there is, there is, and I've experienced this too, there is definitely ageism yes. out there. Yes, yes. Thank you for, you mentioned it. I wasn't even going to use that word, but that is it, it ageism. No, gosh, nothing feels more powerless than, like, being able to, uh, being able to interview for a job and feel like you could kill it, and and then you hear that they've hired, you know, somebody, and then you look on LinkedIn and that somebody has had like one job for a year. Yeah. You know, they're fresh out of college. I get it. You know, they're you know they're cheaper. Yes. Or maybe you know. This perception that that yeah. they're digital natives. So you know, especially in in my field specifically, we're both in marketing, but yeah. I'm all about social media lately and you know it's all about technology and and yeah. there's a perception that only the digital natives the millennials know social right. media and, and sure they've grown up with it but they didn't necessarily grow up with marketing like people like you and yeah. me have so yeah. i like to say i combine the best of both worlds someone like you too meaning yeah. we have the knowledge the principles of marketing plus we understand the technology yeah and so you know not to not to crap on the millennials, we have them at Avid. And of they're, course, they're fantastic. Absolutely, in their own way. Yes, you know they're great. Um, but you know, ageism is out there. I've experienced it. I think I know a lot of people who experience. Yeah. Who experience it, and that's you know that's that's a that's a tough one to uh, that's a tough one to accept, but. I think it's going to change because people, everybody is living longer these days, yeah. not saving as much money. I hear the, the younger people especially, but I'll admit I'm one. I haven't saved much, you know, a ton of money. And, and so we're healthier, living longer, working longer. And I think it's, the tide's going to turn. And I think it is starting to where companies are realizing the benefits of having both let's say my generation baby boomers and millennials put them together yeah. and you got you know you're complementing each other in terms of skills and experience levels yeah how long do you think you'll go uh, you know <laughs> no I thank you for asking that question I say you know still another 15 to 20 years now that'll right. put me I'll get you to 50 thank you <laughs> I'll probably be one if I am one of the uh, oldest active users of Twitter and I'll right. be proud as heck of it. Um, my brother says, Bob, when are you going to retire? I said, I love what I do too. You know, it's not uh, music or sports. It, it could be anything right. that I do. I just love communications. Yeah. So I, I, you know, look at this podcast. I do videos. You know that. I love connecting with people. And my plan is to package everything I've done over the years together to yeah. hopefully have kind of sort of what I'm doing now you know yes. a combination of writing social media podcasts videos yeah. blog that's what marketing is now you know 
marketing is not buy my product anymore. Marketing Love is that. like, you know, let's have a conversation. Yes. Right? And let's get to a point where you trust us or we trust each other. And let's, let's try to figure out how after we've established a level of trust and after we've had some conversations, now let's figure out how we can make your life easier with our products, right? We're not there yet at Avid. We're not there yet. We're very good. I think we're very good at social media. Um, but I, and, and I'm not picking on Avid either. I think this is, uh, this is common amongst many, many absolutely, businesses. Absolutely. And especially, um, the, the, I think, the bigger businesses, bigger businesses because it's harder for them to move quickly and, and yeah. be nimble and, and agile. Yep. And, and so change takes time. But, yeah. but successful modern-day companies, I mean, 30 years is not that old of a company, even though no. it's impressive. It's, I think it's absolutely young enough, and it's in a hip industry yeah. where I'm sure it's in tune with the yeah. changes it needs to make as it goes forward. There's definitely, there's definitely uh, a lot of folks at Avid who say, look at the business we're in. We are in the business of movie making and music making and you know we have we have a lot of rope to be really fun here you know and it's all about like who you're talking to right so when we go out and put together uh, marketing campaigns for our enterprise business you have to talk to those people a lot differently than you do the bobs who are recording music in their basement yeah and yep. pro tools right yep uh, you have a lot of rope to have a lot of fun mm -hmm. with with uh, with a group of people, and so you know we're we're hopefully heading in that direction. Where we, you know, and, and I think about when I think about my own career, you know, and I think about how you talk to people and how you present to people. You know, I'll go back to uh, I was talking about uh, I was talking about the role I had. Uh, running marketing and social and e-com for a hockey retailer. Yes. We did we did almost, I'd say, 95% of our videos homegrown, holding a, hold, no, you know, tripod-free, holding a... Like I do mine still. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We would, uh, and it was, it was really freeform. Yeah. And, you know, we would, we would take the camera out back behind our office and, yep. and, and, and take videos of people shooting pucks at milk jugs, trying to explode them. We would, uh, everything we did was really, really homegrown. Like we ended up doing some commercials with NHL players that, that I wrote and in some cases edited. <laughs> uh, so it was, you know, it's really sort of bootstrapped uh, back then. But what's interesting is, you know, here we are, and I'm gonna say four, five, six years later, uh, those videos, all those sort of homegrown videos that, okay, maybe the production quality wasn't 100% perfect, uh, but all those videos are, I mean, the top 20 videos in terms of views are still those videos. Love that. As opposed, you know, yes. and, and, and kudos to the company I worked for. They have definitely, like, uh, in the last couple of years, have put together more, um, more polished videos mm -hmm. but they're not getting viewed as much yep. you know so you know again not to you know not to not to crap on anybody right but it's all about the content yep and i think in today's day and age there is an absolute willingness for people to accept um 
maybe less polish if it's more real. Yep. I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah. We are absolutely on the same page. I just put up a video this morning on LinkedIn that talks similar to what we're talking about. It Certainly to where you say, you said something like marketing is not buying my product anymore, not just saying yeah. that. It's about authenticity. It's about transparency. It's, it's not about sell, sell, sell. It doesn't have to be about polish. And it also shouldn't be overwhelming the viewer or the listener, meaning right. some marketers tend to feel hitting them over the head day in and day out with these promotional right. messages. You see it on TV a lot yeah. still. You see it, you hear it when you turn on the radio. Mainstream media still oh, believes yeah. in that. And it may work, but less and less and more and more what works is, is what we're talking about. Again, I put one video up today on LinkedIn and putting another one next week where, yeah. where I'd say the marketing and advertising business has to change because you know the younger people aren't buying in yeah, to... Yeah, they don't accept that. No, not yeah. at all. Yeah. And what you said, they sh everybody marketing in marketing and advertising should listen to and that is the, the it's all about the content, less polished, more real, yeah. that's probably what's going to win. I think so. I think it, it's what resonates with me. And, you know, I, I certainly admit that I'm not, I'm not a terribly mainstream guy either. So maybe my lens is a little bit different color, but it's the stuff, it's the stuff that's real and original and funny. And I don't, you know, I am perfectly willing to sacrifice a little bit of production quality if whatever I'm watching or reading or experiencing moves me in some way. I, you know? I hope this podcast is an example. I, yeah. I hope the videos I do, um, and I'm sure everything you guys do at, at Avid Technology is, is reflective of, of what you're saying, and, it, and that is, you know, the more real, the better. Yeah. And sure, big companies have bigger budgets, and they're going to be more likely to put more polish on the apple, if yeah. you will. I understand that. I've been yeah. working in big businesses often on yeah. again during my career. In a lot of cases, it's it's the right thing to do in some cases, right? Again, if you've got like a lot of uh, enterprise customers, you know, we sell, yeah. Avid sells to like multi-billion dollar corporations. Yeah. And so that's not the place right. to put your you know, to put your less polished, not, I don't think Avid would ever put on anything that was less polished anyway. Right. Um, uh, but, you know, w again, because Avid's such a big company and because our customer base is so vast, uh, we have a lot of opportunity at the, at the direct to consumer end to be really fun. Mm -hmm. And at the enterprise level, you know, I do believe strongly that those, uh, you know, that approach should be a little more buttoned up. Yep, I agree. Higher, so the the higher the the value of what it is you're offering, yeah. the service or product, yes, more buttoned up, more polished. Yeah, Does, over time mean, that could change too. Doesn't we, mean we you don't can't know. have fun. Yes, right? it doesn't mean at all that you can't right. have fun. I find that things that are humorous are the one are, are that's the stuff that I gravitate to, um, and that's just me. I you know my favorite movie is Airplane. So. That's my <laughs> wife and kids, one of their favorite movies, yeah. Right. Now so I get your, your sense of humor, totally. Yeah, so that's, <laughs> you know, that's what I gravitate to. And I, and I listen, I don't listen to 
I never have been a, like a listener of the of mainstream radio. I've always like sort of found my own my own music. Well, I so I listen to sports talk radio, and yeah. I'm a huge fan. But I'm really, really disappointed in the industry with the ads, the cacophony of ads, and how poor yeah. they are. And 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 I think they disrespect the listener by thinking, you know, we are going to put up with it, and we oh, we're yeah. not. I mean, their ratings have to be way down because we're yeah. we're moving to serious radio, satellite yeah. radio, yeah, and yeah. you know, and that I think is. Doesn't bode well for the industry. Are you saying that you're turned <laughs> off by the constant male pattern baldness commercial? Oh Jesus! On the sports talk radio. Yes, it's embarrassingly like, are they assuming, are they assuming that annoying. All of us are <laughs> right? Yeah, bald and, and impotent. <laughs> right. It, right. Th- there's the disrespect. There's the uh, annoyance. Yeah. There's the uh, repetitiveness yeah. of these ads over and over. Yeah. So it's it's money being poured into these ads. Somebody's yeah. telling them if you say this message every half hour, we have your audience, yeah. and you'll eventually you know get some of these people. And sure, it may work, but how many people is it driving right. away? Yeah, I I put on a certain station in the morning on my smart speaker. And I get drowned out with five minutes of ads, yeah. stupid ads, <laughs> yeah. that makes me just want to go listen to you know some relaxing music station or a podcast where or you can podcast. learn something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the ads are terrible, and so so we yeah. mentioned those ads on the radio. How about on TV? It's car ads and drugs. Uh, drugs now, yeah, yeah. Uh, pharmaceutical. Pharmaceutical. And I was going to say, um, what did I say? Car ads and furniture. Furniture. Um, yeah, cars, furniture, and pharmaceuticals. Yeah. Are they going to ban pharmaceutical ads? I well, I thought they had been. I think we're going in the no. I think we're going in the other direction. You think where it's going to be more worse? and more of them. It's going to get worse. I absolutely think oh it's going to get. You know, some people might say better uh, if if you like those ads. I don't like them. And it makes everybody feel inferior. Everybody yeah. feels sick. But they, they you could say that they're helpful to the people who might have a certain ailment. Yes. Of course, I want people to not be sick. <laughs> but you want to talk about ads that are not real? These pharmaceutical ads, you know, with gl- gleaming counters in a kitchen, or s- everybody's smiling faces, or you know, the classic two people outside in their tub. And it's like, yeah, oh Jesus! You know, this is like you want to talk about like resonating with customers. Like I've never Listen. been outside in a tub <laughs> with my wife. Yes, I'm, you know, I've I know. Never, I don't wake up in the morning and. Have well, smiles on my face. And, some brilliant you know. creative team. Again, they yeah. have tons of money. So we are talking about companies and industries that have more money than they probably yeah. should have, yeah. and more time than they probably should have, and they know not what else to do. I know to it's, sell their products. I know. <laughs> so they need people like me and you to say, you know, this is how you do a video. This is how you do a podcast. This is how you do an yeah. ad in today's day and age and and frankly cut the crap with these ridiculous ads that uh, make your viewers and listeners feel dumb and inferior and and sick and 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 what have you but not to and not to (laughs) belittle or make light of people who are ill no not at all my wife and i sit on the couch and these commercials come on and we laugh because it's so it's so ridiculous and so fake 
and it makes me hate the person, the the, the company that's advertising. You are right, folks. This is Jeff and I did not plan any of this, <laughs> and I love this avenue we're going down because it's exactly how I feel. Anyone who hangs around me has heard this rant yeah. from me before, and I've now met someone who feels the exact same way. Yeah. It's in my next video that's coming out next week. It's like a three-minute long video I did in Copley Square. Walked around, because I am one who still does those raw videos. I've I walk around them. with my gimbal, my yeah. stabilizer, and I said something like, it, it, it undermines the credibility of the actors or the announcers yes. or whoever or the programming, the content, when they have these ridiculously insulting ads yeah. that are embarrassing to watch if you have your kids around, you know, family, you know, you're watching a football game and they have those ads with oh, the yeah. two people in the tub and, you know, you get, you, you get a big family watching the Patriots game. You, you yeah. get your mother, you know, and... Uh, you Nobody in that room has been in a tub with their no. spouse outside. Right. <laughs> it's like insane. And it, so all that said, um, yeah, all, what would we do to fix it? I was saying, we, we, I think we should have more real, authentic, you know, yeah. regular conversational type. These companies have them, like you said, they have so much money. Yeah. You'd think that they'd be able to like hire a recruiter who could go out and find somebody <laughs> who has the vision to yeah. resonate with people. Yeah, I agree. Know? Like, it, it, it really is stunning to me that they can't do that. Do you know, in, without naming the product, um, there's one about, and again, when in no way belittling because yeah, we're picking on this, but it's for a good reason. Yes, like they're the yes. worst offenders. Be, they, yeah, you know? with, with, it's, it's about marketing. It's not about the exactly. vertical itself because the pharmaceutical industry helps people, and that could include me and yeah, you, yeah. Yeah. Who, who need yeah. Yeah. occasionally medication yeah. or maybe all yeah. our lives That's medication. That's another podcast entirely. Yes, <laughs> um, but there's one about stop smoking, and uh -huh. someone, and it's a well-known actor, and he is um, talking about a, a stop smoking product. And someone told me there's a parody video about this this ad. Uh -huh. That's how. So we're not the only ones who, uh, yeah. you know. So it it's like the marketers we are talking to need to realize that. So they're going to say, "Hey, this is working for us." Yeah. But I'm would like to argue. I think it could work even better. And I'm yeah. also saying, or prove it. How, how do you know that? You know, I, know it's for well, they'll yeah. make millions probably. Yeah. Um, but I'd also say at what expense? Because are you driving people away from, you know, TV, away from the radio? And I think right. you are. I mean, we're going to we're going to Netflix. We're going to Amazon Prime. You know, we're yeah. we're going to ad less. Don't know if that's a word. I just made it up. I might. Yeah. I could, might, that could be my my new book the adless economy, because mm -hmm. we we're willing, and I'm not saying me, because I'm a marketer, but put on my consumer hat, willing to pay extra so as not to be subjected to right. the, the surfeit of advertising. Yes, agreed. Yeah. Yeah, me too. And this is two marketers talking, folks. So, yeah. But we think we have the solution. We want to do it better. We are doing it better yeah. in a friendly, interactive, permission-based way. Right. Yeah, exactly. And um, Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to I don't know how let, else let to me, I'll throw you who who let's 
I want to ask you who who is doing it right, and and I'm, I know Avid Technology is, and you and I individually are, are all, my clients are, but what's a big brand people could could to latch onto that or or radio station or TV station or anything that oh you put me on the spot no I know um you know uh, who does it right <laughs> is it that hard yeah well I I I'll let me think who does it right I mean. I would say like a, some of the airlines, like a JetBlue. Um, JetBlue does a good job. Yeah. Hotels, because yeah. of course I'm thinking social media. Kimpton Hotels on social media. Not that I've ever, ever stayed at a yeah. at one of their hotels, but I hear I love and have their seen. Hotels. You so you've stayed yeah. at one? Yeah, they're, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're they're upscale, right? But but they're, kind of in a cool way. Yeah, I would say they're more unique than upscale, but there is definitely a. I think they make you feel upscale. See that? So right. that's branding. That's and I've branding. heard they're good yeah. on social, meaning they'll they'll respond to you, that kind of thing. Yeah. No, uh, there's a brand called Native. Don't know Native. They, that's what that's the first brand of, as I've been thinking about your question. There's a brand called Native that comes to my mind immediately. And what I love about them is okay. So I got to tell you who they are first. They make all natural uh, deodorants and body washes. And, okay. Uh, and other stuff. Yep. I'm yep. Not sure what else, but that kind of stuff. Yep. And when I first uh, I heard about Native from a friend, word of mouth marketing, um, and I bought I bought some of their deodorant. They have interesting scents, uh, so I thought, yeah, let's try this. Let's try Native. And I bought Native, and the minute I bought something, I got the order confirmation email. And in my head, is like, oh, here, here it comes. The, here's the receipt with the, you know, the line items and the thanks for shopping with us. But it turned out to be like three paragraphs of cleverly written copy that said, uh, using good personalization, that said, and the first sentence was, we were sitting around our offices when your order came in for, I forget what it was called. But, mm -hmm. and. We all jumped up in, in excitement and had a big party because you just bought blah, blah, blah. Love and that. Yeah. Just a super creative, cool approach that made that really resonated with me because I've got that sort of, you know, that left of center sense of humor and it just hit home. And ever since then, uh, they've sent me other emails that are not invasive or like overly salesy. They're just cool. They're so just cool. And they even though you know that message went to, to goes everybody. to everybody. Don't care. But it made you feel. Don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Made me feel. Good. So just, they know their they customer. Made, they made me smile. Yeah. You know? And it wasn't yeah. conventional. It wasn't typical. See, it wasn't talking down. Right. It wasn't unbelievable. Like yeah. a lot of these ads a lot of, that right. we're talking about when they say buy this car or, you know, yeah. come to this furniture store or, or, or yeah. Yep. Um, I thought, it, so my example, not, we were both thinking of examples. Yeah. Uh, you, you came up with a great one, a brand. I'm going to come up. I just I haven't told the story uh, to, to a large group of people yet. I've told a few people individually. Uh -huh. But and you may have saw it on, on Twitter. But Peter Frampton. Oh, yes. Yeah. He responded to Yeah. You. So think like he's a big brand. And That's he is. huge. Yeah. Isn't that Do you think it was awesome? him? Or yes. That's what my wife right away said. Yes. Yeah. I absolutely believe yeah, yeah. it was you, Peter. I saw, yeah, yeah. I saw that. Yeah. I saw that. That Because cool. I follow him on Instagram. Yeah. And, and I... No, and I am a big fan, yeah. and I follow him closely enough to know he's got a big heart and he's a regular guy. Yeah, and and absolutely it was him. You know, yeah. Now maybe one of his people, you know, some of these 
celebrities have people who work sure. with them. Yeah. But I think it was probably him. I think if it, it was wasn't him. He had a guy right yeah. next to him who I said, think it was. "Hey, I don't think he's got a posse." No. Well, I, he might. He's pretty huge. He is. <laughs> yeah. But he saw my video, and I couldn't. So think Great. of him. I'm, what? Why I bring him up? Yeah, Peter Frampton. So I did a little video, um, inspired by Peter Frampton, and and it it, it was come alive like Peter Frampton. And yeah. I was talking about you know you you want to uh, you know show your fans love and and. Just do all you can do every yeah. day of your life. And yeah. Peter Frampton's a perfect example. Talent, but also great personality. Yeah. Loves what he does, just like you, Jeff. Loves what he does yeah. and has done it forever. Yeah. And I'd like to think oh. like me, too. But yeah. go ahead. I don't, no, I was don't just going to say, along those same lines, and you know, this is not someone whose music I love, but Taylor Swift is a great example yes, she is. of that. Thank right? you for thinking of her. So I'll yeah. finish my, my Peter. Yeah, um, no, 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 because <laughs> she was on the news recently. Um, but the fact that he got back to me, very personal, hashtag, and he retweeted it, that's, thank you, Peter, for that. That's how brands and businesses should be. Not Absolutely. so above it all yeah. that they can't talk and listen yeah. to the average person. Yeah. Taylor Swift is another perfect example. Again, think of these two celebrities, Peter Frampton musicians, rock and roll stars, and Taylor Swift as examples. Of, she she loves her fans. She invites them to special yeah. VIP things. She, she, she gets people, to know them. She picks people on Twitter at random yeah. and has them come to her record release party or something. So these yeah. furniture ads that I see on TV all the time, yeah. these car ads, these these pharmaceutical ads, they're just get, they're not sitting down, they may be doing focus groups, but I don't believe they really care what we think as long as it makes money for them. I think they're yeah. going off, because I've been in the ad business for a long time, yeah. taking a few months in some private island or private mansion and creatively brainstorming and throwing a shit ton of money at these campaigns and the more money they put, the more they advertise these products and services, they know they're gonna get yeah, a certain yeah. ROI, as yeah. opposed to really caring about yeah. your constituents. And I think in this day and age, long term, that's gonna hurt them. They're it not is. gonna last forever. It's a quick buck versus being Here's in touch the with the times. I can't remember a single brand of all those pharmaceutical commercials. I don't, I can't, I don't know any of the names. I mean, I think, yeah. uh, well, I'm not sure if the tub you, I, one was I Viagra. I could name some of them. <laughs> I'm not sure if the tub one was Viagra. It's Maybe Cialis, it Cialis, I think. Yeah. Is that that's the same thing? Or they, don't ask companies? me. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I no, yeah, it's the same product as the other one, yeah, Viagra think and Cialis. About if you're yeah. listening to this podcast. But you are saying, you, you're right, you don't know the difference. In, think about right. all, of the, all of the pharmaceutical ads that you've been exposed to in the last two years. How many can you actually name? It, I bet it's under five. I yeah. can't think of any. No, I could probably yeah. name a few of them. It, it, I don't want to call them out, but but your point is yeah, we're point deluged is, with them yeah. to the point where the average person can't distinguish between it them. It doesn't resonate or connect. And I think the average yeah. person is turned off by them. Yes. You know, to the point where it's like I'm turning off the TV. Yeah. You right. know, are they selling more product? Maybe because yeah. of those ads. But I'm saying it's only because they have the the money. Yeah. To advertise, so good spray for them. And spray and pray. They there you it, go. Right? Yeah, <laughs> and and yeah. and I don't think that's going to work in the future. So no. they're just thinking about what's going to work now, and I yeah. guess good for them. 
but I think they're hurting the industry because it's given, you know, advertising has a bad rap. I've been in the business my whole career. If you look at a list of, of, of least trusted industries, advertising marketing is right up there yeah. at the top. It's true. And it's because of ads like like the ones we're talking about. Yeah. Not the ones like from a native or, or from a JetBlue or a Kimpton Hotels. Right. These are where they show they care. Yeah. Sure, they're all just trying to make a buck. We're trying to make a buck. You are, Jeff. Yep. I am. Yep. But at least appear as though you care yeah. about your audience. Yeah. And, and ideally genuinely care. We bring it back to bring it back to marketing or internet marketing or social media marketing. This is where, you know, personalization really comes into play. Uh, I'm a big believer big believer in, you know, personalize as much stuff as you can. Yes. Especially Facebook is a, is as controversial as it's getting is such a great place to target. Yep. You know, um, literally this morning for a client, I targeted yeah. an ad. I can't tell you the client or, yeah. or the, 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 the service. Yeah. But I can say it was a nonprofit. It's a service that's highly important and yeah. needed. And we can target that post that I put up this morning to the, to show to the exact audience that should see it and needs to yes. see it. Yes. So as much as yeah. people complain about the the data Facebook collects, yeah. as a marketer, that's brilliant yeah. and effective. It is. And I'll say instead of spending all that money on that pharmaceutical ad or that Cadillac ad or the the furniture store ad, get on social media or or wherever whatever media you're using, but target it appropriately Seriously. and talk to them like they're people. Yeah. Yeah. And. I'll tell you a good story. Um, when I, a couple of years ago, was in the job market, I utilized, again, like go back to whatever, it's left brain, right brain. Right brain is creative. We're both going to look that up. I'm very confident right brain. If <laughs> but, I'm wrong, I'll be very embarrassed. But here's an example of using, uh, using the left and the right yes. brain. I'm looking for a job, and I had in my head, I'd love to work for these companies. X, Y, Z, A, B, C. Right. So what I did was I created I created a Facebook business page for myself. This is smart, folks. Jeff Capitas. Yep. Uh, and I listed, you know, my uh, my work history, my successes. You know what? You know, uh, posted a bunch of creative stuff that I'd done in each of these roles, and I targeted the ads to the companies that I wanted to work for. Just an experiment. This is brilliant. Just an experiment yep. to see, like, well, maybe maybe something will come of it. And, you know, yeah. So I. I targeted uh, people who work in marketing for company Y, Z, A, B, C, or people who uh, people who worked in e-commerce, or you know all of the things I was interested in, and uh, so it didn't get me a job, but it did get me an interview, which I thought was interesting. Yes. Uh, so that's an example, I think, of it's like a great example. You know, using both sides of your brain to come up with a good way to expose yourself if you're searching for a searching for a job. I agree with that. Yeah, it's, it it's interesting. And, and I think I wrote a, I may have written a blog post. I feel like I remember this. Yeah, yeah. That might have gotten my attention. Either yeah. I read the blog post or, or we talked about it at one of those tweet-ups yeah. back in the day. So, uh, you know, again, a way to introduce creativity into something that uh, is traditionally uh, mundane and frustrating, right? Uh, build yourself a business page. I agree with that totally. Buy, I mean, that's buy some ads. It'll cost you fifty bucks to target. Well, people. I've always said in the last few years, as I get more and more irate at, at 
how my own colleagues in this industry, I think, are hurting the industry yeah. is I take, and I'm very possible, you know, give me that, instead of spending all the money on a Super Bowl ad or, or on these ads that, that run 20 times a day, yeah, maybe 200 times a day from, you know, yeah, you listen to mainstream radio or to watch mainstream TV, put it into social media or, or, oh, gosh. or what, could, what could I do with that? Yeah. <laughs> or word of mouth or, yeah. or events, yeah. you know, for nonprofits, events are becoming more and more popular, you know, like raising money through running a marathon or, or walkathons yeah. or I'm just thinking of all the other ways they could expose their, their yeah. customers and prospects to their products and services. I have to mention car ads, just if you don't mind. You, you, I don't mind. Well, there's an ad. Um, I have thoughts on those, too. Like, the, <laughs> I think, and what's funny, you said, because I may do a video on this, and, and so I'm, I'm bursting the balloon, um, you know, giving it away. Um, I, it's, I know it's Lincoln, but I thought it was Cadillac for a long time because I've always wanted to have a Cadillac. So the ad's got my attention. Yeah. It's Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, the Lincoln commercials. Yeah. yeah. So I, but I'm telling you, I didn't know what it was. And yeah. he doesn't talk. And I know those ads and campaigns have been successful. And they've probably won tons of awards. God bless them because they're my, my, my peers in the industry. Yeah. You know, so proud of them. Yeah. To me, I don't really, I used to love Matthew McConaughey as an actor. <laughs> I look at him entirely different now. So I think he's mailing it in, making tons of money, number yeah. one. Yeah. And number two, the, the ads are so unrealistic. They are so unreal. It's the, it's the pharmaceutical ads all over again. Thank there's you. There's really two kinds of car ads, right? There's the, uh, there's the uh, sort of smoky driving around in the city at, at night ads, right? That's the one. And then the second one are those like beautiful driving on the edge of a cliff car mm, ads, yeah. right? There are very, it very rarely deviates from that. There's well, there's like the balloons and the, balloons the, the walking and the around the, the busy dealership. Yeah, okay. Whereas if you've been into right. a dealership lately, they're never busy. No, no, no. <laughs> I've never seen balloons. Uh, yeah. So it's another, it's another, uh, it's another industry that is ripe. Yes. For like some really, oh, either, either fun, like true, real. Things that resonate. The car industry, sorry, is brutal. So bad. You go through the buying yeah. process. So bad. It's like, what are we, in the 1960s? I know. You walk into an yeah. average car dealership, it's like you walk back in time. Yeah, it's bad. And you're treated as though you're it's back bad. in those days. Yeah. And it shouldn't have taken place back then and absolutely, yeah. you know, transform that industry. Yes. Yesterday. Yes, I know. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> We're having fun. I've never. I I've done a lot of these podcasts. This is. I'm getting very animated. I hope. Hope not over the top today. This is a great topic. Yeah. What is our solution to to wind things down, if you don't mind? You know, to tie a bow on on this package. Yeah. That we've uh, constructed, for better or worse. What is our solution? I mean, we've kind of uh, beat around the bush a little. You know, we've been we general, like how we do it. But yeah. if, if we had that million-dollar budget and we were a pharmaceutical company or, 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 or Lincoln or, or um, you know, the furniture store that we hear on the air all the time. Yeah, yeah. What, Just can, can I put you on the spot and ask you? Or? Cut, the, cut the BS, right? In fact, I love... I don't know if you've heard of RX bars. I 
think it's RX. Brothers. I do know what they are. I think RX. I like those. I don't know if I've seen their ads though. Uh, so RX bars are these. They're not granola bars so much as they are. I think like some sort of health. Yes. There's some sort of bar. Yeah, no, like a um, power bar, which like I like also. Bar. It's that yeah. cross between a granola bar and a candy bar and yeah, yeah. real kind of yeah. chewy. But here's what I love about the RX bars. They're pretty good, by the way. Yes. They're very the good if they're what the bars lists, I'm thinking of. I want to say it's like 18 or 20 point font on the front of the package. Uh, the like four ingredients. Yeah, like raisin, almond, um, cranberry, One and egg, you know, yeah, like yeah, cashew. Yeah. And then the bottom line, I think, is always no BS. Yeah. And I love that. Uh, I love that. So that's, par- that's a partial answer to your question. But I think the other, the other answer to your question is let's get a pharmaceutical company to like to like show like what really happens <laughs> you know like instead of making it such the, a fantasy be the pharmaceutical company that makes an ad that's not exactly like every other right every other pharmaceutical yeah well because they probably all like, work with the same agencies who yeah like do something that do something that makes people say ah oh, shit I've I, this happens to me every week right yeah make the connection Show re- real people. Now, they may have regulations out there that they may. probably you can't, yeah. God forbid, show real people, tell yeah. real stories. Yeah. I so it's, it's all this fantasy and glossed over, yeah. like you're watching a um, Hallmark you know, movie or something. Yeah. Get real. That's like, I agree. I, I agree. feel like, you know, for me, it's like, make me laugh. That's very important to me. Yep. You can't do, every company can't do that. No. Um, uh, and, and like, give me something that I can identify with. Yeah, I say real people, not actors. I'm very tired of of actors in commercials, actors doing voiceovers, and I'm saying, like, they need the money. Yeah. And and like, oh, that makes that much of a difference. Meaning, you have a Oscar winning actor. Yeah. You know, making how much to do this voiceover for an, an ad? For Lincoln, is it and, back to Lincoln. No, no, because he's oh. in person. But yeah. I, I could. I, there's definitely some Oscar-winning actors yeah. and actresses who do voiceovers, yeah. and I'm sure they make a ton of money. And I'm saying that's going to do that much better than if I were to read it or my wife were to read it. You know yeah. what I mean? So, uh, I'm going to play devil's advocate for a minute now on the Matthew McConaughey thing. Well, it got let's, my attention, right? Let's pretend, yeah, 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 it got your attention in not not so great a way, but. Um, you know, if that if that if that ad had been somebody who is equally uh, attractive to some, that Matt, that as Matthew McConaughey is, you know, there's uh, a lot of people think he's attractive. Yeah. But if it wasn't him, if it was somebody who just looked like him, or if it was just some good-looking guy driving in Lincoln. We wouldn't be having this. I know that. You know? I know that. Yeah. So, so something. something but it's manipulative. And listen, it's a negative. It's negative. But do they do they care? Like, is are do they subscribe to the all publicity is good publicity? Or yes, they do. Yeah. I, I mean, it's a business. I mean, yeah. I've been in marketing forever. It, it's whatever works, frankly, yeah. as long as it's not lying. Yeah. But it's manipulative. And it's it's um, underestimating the intelligence of your audience. Yes. I'll tell you what would I if I saw m- my neighbor in that ad driving that car, I would be more jealous and more likely to, <laughs> yeah. and more impressed. And yeah. and yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah. Somebody like me, 
and exactly. and I know that's also a, a theory in marketing, right. and I preach that. If yeah. you it could because a lot of people believe if someone like you is telling you it's yes. more powerful than someone like Matthew McConaughey. I totally agree. You know, or yeah. that that's all. And be as be as real as possible, and if you can personalize it, if you know if you if you have the data to know me, then that makes your job a lot easier. So make it about me. Like customers, customers own it now. The brands don't own it anymore. Right, I, I totally agree. Customers and, own it. And I think some brands, again, because of their power and, yeah, and, and their money. Yes, haven't maybe seen that yet, yeah. but they will. Look at what hap- has happened to retail going out of business left and right. Yep. Look at certain industries. I don't know if I can name them, but retail in general is one. Yep. I think restaurants are, you know, they don't last that long, the, the average theaters. restaurant movie theater, they certainly have had to deal with change yeah. the music industry has had to deal with change yeah. I think some of these big companies and I'm generalizing but with all the money and might might be in for some surprises in the future yeah. as especially the younger generation because his I'll speak for myself two older guys kind of yeah. talking about this can you imagine if we were two guys in our 20s having this conversation I guarantee <laughs> most of this wouldn't even be on their radar because yeah. they don't even care. They don't watch what we watch. They don't listen right. to what we... I'm telling you, they're looking on YouTube. Yep. They're listening to podcasts. They're watching Netflix. They don't listen to ads. They don't. And I, you know, it's funny. My I, kids do not. I have, tw- <laughs> I have 12-year-old twin boys at home and I can't get them to watch a Netflix show with me because they are so dialed into YouTube. Yeah, yeah. You know, they are going in right now, it's, you know, they're they're in a Hunger Games phase. But, you know, that will turn into something else. But it's all about YouTube. All same about same YouTube. with my kids as they were growing up. And, yeah. and still, my, my both my boys, you know, 23 and 20, and, and, yeah. and I have stepchildren, um, about 10 years old, the two, two stepchildren, and I, they've all grown up on the internet. Yeah. I feel like you know, obviously the last 20 years of my life as mo- most everybody, you know, yeah. that's where we spend the bulk of our time. Yeah. That's what's changing everything. And I think what we're talking about is that the, the bigger companies are slower to change, but they, they will have to over time. Yeah. And and I always feel funny kind of critiquing the industry in which I earn my livelihood, <laughs> but it's because I care and, and I feel like I have some yes. better ideas and I'm talking to someone who yeah. I think feels the same. I do. Yes, you, you do it out of passion, not out of spite. Not at all. Yeah. 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 So all that said, and that was a lot, Jeff. <laughs> um, Jeff Capitas from Avid Technology. What, yep. what haven't I covered? We are, should wind down soon. Is there anything else you want to say about yourself, about business, any parting words, words of advice, predictions for the future? Totally open-ended. The floor is yours. Gosh, we never got to, like... Uh, you know, as we've been talking, we never got to the way uh, higher education markets their products. We can, which is uh, maybe another podcast. In well, these are. I can come back too. Um, you know, I think subscription models as a business yeah. is uh, is the is in some ways the wave of the future. Yes, and, I agree with that. And you know, I I come at that again from a little bit of a bias because at Avid, we're we're in the process. I mean, at the direct-to-consumer level, the business, the, the, the unit that I run, it's almost entirely subscription. You know, you're, you're downloading Pro Tools and subscribing for a year or a monthly subscription or whatnot. I agree with that. Contracts um, and, and... Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, the recurring revenue, the sort yep. of the, the laser-sharp focus on churn and keeping people happy and talk about, talk about 
the customer owning it. The customer can leave anytime they want on a subscription. Yes. So you have to keep them happy. They they own the relationship. It's accountability. Yeah, yeah. it's accountability, exactly. So I live that I live that every day. And That's so brilliant. I, and I kudos think, to Avid. Yeah, so I think um, you know, I think the subscription business I mean, if you sit and think about it, you know, you, you have Netflix. Um, uh, I subscribe to a toothbrush company. I get every three months, I get a new toothbrush. I know that goes with, on, yeah. You know, uh, and so I think that... You are correct. This is, yeah. we're now talking like two 20-year-olds, because I think this yeah. is this is where yeah. things are going. More, yeah, more people realize, more people uh, are, are doing subscriptions, and I think they really realize. Yes. You know, like well, I think about, I, ha- I think I have like 10 different subscriptions to stuff. Ironically, I, my first uh, few jobs, way, way back, I start, my first job was at RCA Direct Marketing, the uh-huh. Record and Tape Club. Oh. And you would get, in, you know, record yeah. or tape yep. every month. Yep. Unless you sent the card back that said, no, don't yep. send it to me. Um, so, so actually, I said my first few jobs, my very first job, my, my uh-huh. you know, that, that was that. And, but as a consumer, I also remember book clubs. Um, yeah. So these are subscription-based models way back in the day. Yeah. And, 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 of course, we could still subscribe to magazines and newspapers. But what you're talking about, I agree. So like a car, they could lock you in, and you're going to drive a... Yeah. Uh, Lincoln for life or for yeah. 10 years. I mean, that's what yeah. leases are. You can subscribe. No, there's now car subscriptions. I did not know that. So I just, I thought I was making that up. Uh, no, Volvo and BMW, there's a few car companies now that you can subscribe to the car. You can subscribe to the brand and you can drive. It's it's dependent on the, the certain car maker. Uh, I believe it's uh, it's either Volvo or BMW. You can pay them X amount of dollars per month, you, and you can get whatever car you want for the weekend. Like if you're driving a three series and you need to go somewhere with your family for the weekend, that is awesome and brilliant. Bring, they'll bring you uh, right. they'll bring you an SUV. And Love that! I yeah. did not know that. Yeah, yeah. So like the insurance and the service is all included in the subscription. You can drive whatever car you want. It's really expensive, but it's super cool. Yeah, yeah. You know, very you cool. know where we're going? We are kind of putting a bow on this because you you made me think so subscription is one solution content is another yeah. solution meaning helpful entertaining you mentioned laughing useful content marketing that is not shilling if you will that is right. not hitting people over the head with the aggressive manipulative chicanery right. yeah. and more or chicanery, um, <laughs> however you pronounce that word. You know, tell me something that's helpful or entertain me yeah. or engage with me. Yeah, exactly. And make it worth my while and then I'll buy. Don't yeah. try to tell me it's a limited time offer yeah. or there's a sale. Exactly. You know, that's just so 1960s. Let's go on a few dates first and then I'll buy. Yeah, courtship. <laughs> Seth Godin would agree with us. Yeah. He, he used to talk about that, yeah. I, I think, in one of his books. But yeah. the idea of you know mar- marketers and consumers, it's courtship. Yes. Yeah, permission-based marketing. Exactly. Anything else? Because this, this is going to be uh, a good, healthy podcast, maybe my longest oh. of the 70-something podcasts I've done. So kudos to you, Thanks. Jeff. Thank you. No, I have nothing else. 
I'll come I back. I bet you do. I, I, I definitely do. But is that a Kansas City Royals hat? Or? A, uh, this is an old Negro Leagues hat from the from like the 1920s. That or is 30s. wicked cool. Yeah, like but it's it. KC. It is K- it's yeah. a Kansas City team. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wicked cool. Because yeah. the Royals are in town, I think, playing. Oh, they are? Playing the Reds. Oh, they were. Yeah, I'm not sure. No, they were. That's right. It's the Angels this weekend, I think. But yeah. the Royals, I think, were just in town. I was thinking Kansas City Royals. That's a wicked cool hat. Thanks. You're wearing a hockey T-shirt. I know you play hockey, and, yeah. and you're very athletic. And, and I am, too. I'm just older than you, but you know I run. I do, yeah. yeah. I just don't do contact sports anymore <laughs> like, like you do with hockey. This has been a, con- a contact discussion. We've been pretty... Uh, hard fun. and heavy on, Very on fun. yeah. Thank yeah. you, Jeff. That that's a. I'll come back anytime. Love that, um, folks. You have been listening to Jeff Capitas from Avid Technology and Bob Cargill from the Bob Cargill Marketing Show. Really happy that you tuned in today. We have talked for over sixty minutes. That's breaking wow. a record for this podcast, right. Jeff. So thank you for the really good, interesting engagement regarding the state of marketing today and how how Jeff Capitas and I would fix everything if you bring your budgets to us. So thanks everybody for listening and this is Bob Cargill signing off till the next time. Thanks for listening everybody. We'll talk to you again soon.